Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome. Janet Beckers here and it's great to welcome you to this episode of Romance Your Tribe Radio. Today, we're going to be talking all about coaching programs and specifically what's the best length of time for them how long should they be so if you are a person who may be a coach or you may be a consultant in fact anybody that when you work with your clients say providing some kind of service or advice that you know it's going to take more than just one time to get a result for them you know it's going to take more than just you know giving um, you know, an hour of your time for you, if they really want to get the outcomes that you know that you can help them to achieve, if you know it's going to take more than just one session, then this episode is for you because you need to then be going and saying, This is the best length of time for me to get the results for you. So let's have a look at why. First of all, you would even need to have a coaching program. And then we're going to look at what kind of people would be running a program rather than just providing, um, you know, booking in for an hourly rate. And then we're also then going to look at the different lengths of time that a program could be running for and what kind of outcomes you can be expecting to achieve in that time. So you know what is the best length of time for you to run your programs. But first of all, why is this topic even coming up? Well, for me, it's for two reasons. Number one is this is something I do every day when I'm working with my coaching clients. When I work with people who are in my Rising Stars coaching program, the people who get to work closely with me, these are things we're discussing all the time. And when I'm working in my training programs, this is one of the things that we really cover in detail. Now, with coaching programs, we're looking at more, of course, than just how long should the program go for, the best length of time. We're looking at things like what should be in the program, who is the program for, and how much are you gonna charge? These are really important things to have as well, but today we're gonna to be looking at this core one because it's one of the ones that you really need to start with. And we'll also look at some of the problems that people come up with, the mistakes that they make when they're deciding how long they're gonna run their programs for. Now, the other reason why I wanted to talk to you about this is this is actually um, a question that came up when I was talking to somebody who was looking at joining my Rising Stars coaching program and a question that she asked, which is not an uncommon one at all. It's one that I've been asked over the years and I'll go into a little bit of detail soon about how my answer to this question has changed over the years and her question was the Rising Stars coaching program is a 12-month program but you know what you know I don't want to I don't want to go for that long I just want to go for a shorter amount of time I just want to have a little bit of a commitment I feel tied in going for that long and also you know if I can go for a shorter program it's going to cost me a lot less you know can you just offer it to me for a three-month program or for a six-month program rather than 12 months now my answer to that has changed over the years but my answer to that to her now was no no I won't and when she said well why not and I said well 
because I know that in order for you to get the best results in what we are aiming to achieve together, you know, you're, not, you're gonna need 12 months to do it really, really well. If we do it for any less, I'm gonna be letting you down. So that's why I can only go for 12 months because I know from experience, that's how we get the results. And I know from experience, when I have offered it for three and six months, that for a program that we wanna achieve these bigger outcomes, it's not gonna happen. And so it's, it's in poor integrity for me to say to you, yes, I will. Now, there are certain things that I could be saying yes to for three months or six months, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Um, and so these could be the kind of things that you may decide is a yes for you for three or six months. But in a program where we're really totally gonna build up your brand online, we're gonna work out your packages, we're gonna launch, you know, we're gonna you know, be bringing in new clients, really position you with a system that you can rinse and repeat. To do that well, it's gonna take us more than three or six months. You know, I would be setting you up to fail otherwise. So that was my answer to her. So, uh, and that's why my Rising Stars coaching program is a 12 month program. And that's why we have people in there who come back because they're gonna get their next goal and they know that they want the support to get there. So they may come for a second year or a third year. Um, so that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm having this discussion with you today because I know that you're gonna get those questions as well. And we'll talk in a moment about the answers I used to give, why I gave them and why I don't. So who is this gonna be good for? So first of all, let's look at what why would you package anyway? If you're a person who provides a service um, or some kind of coaching, a really common thing to do is to say, this is my hourly rate. And you can say to people, you can very, you know, you might think that you're bundling and creating packages by saying, well, you can have my six session package for a bit of a discount, or you can have my 12 session package for a bit of a discount. And so you could be thinking, yeah, yeah, I offer packages, you know, they're in terms of number of hours. The problem here is if you are offering an hourly rate, people stop focusing on the outcome, the solutions that you can get for them, and they start focusing on what do they get per hour. And they start focusing on bringing in value judgments on how worthy you are based on how much you're charging. So for the exact same amount that you might be charging per hour, you will have one person that will go, dreaming. what do they think they're charging that for? What do they think they are? That is way too expensive, way too expensive. Um, and so they, they make that judgment there that whatever comes from their background, that that's too expensive. You're being greedy, perhaps. Now, another person will see you at exactly the same amount that you're charging. And they may go, it's not very much. Maybe they're a bit of an amateur. I would really expect, you know, somebody that's gonna get me the results that I want would be charging more than that. I charge more than that, whatever it is. So exactly the same rate, different people are gonna have a different response. So you don't want to be having your worth being judged by what other people have as their baggage around what an hourly rate is. So um, take that out of the picture. So if you are charging an hourly rate, if you are charging, if you're making your packages just simply including a number of hours, 
we need to talk baby <laughs> because we can make it so that the hourly rate is insignificant um, so this is the the packages is really really important for you for these reasons now who could be using these packages you know what if you're doing any kind of coaching consulting service provision where um, you know you're going to get those results it, you know I've worked with people who might be like a business coach or a life coach a relationship coach it could be somebody who is say um, a hypnotherapist a um, occupational therapist speech therapist you know you you could be um, somebody who is a golf instructor um, somebody who uh, is working with people for losing weight to get fit learn this learn some kind of music any of those kinds of things you can see it just covers so many different niches this is all applicable to you so now let's have a look at um, we've talked about the mistake and the big mistake is going to be that you're just bundling your hours so now let's look at um, how long you can be running your programs for and how do you make that decision and then I'll talk about the experience that I've had and the different answers that I gave over time to that exact same question of can I do this for a shorter period of time so um, the big thing that you have to think about is when you are creating your packages and I'm saying packages here so there's an S at the end you may very well just have one coaching package and that's what you do um, and that's okay I just have my rising stars coaching program and that's where I focus at the moment um, but you might decide that you're going to have a few different packages and that is also really good that's what a lot of my clients do they will have different packages the important thing here is you have to think of what are the outcomes that I can be achieving for my clients in specific time frames so if you're going to be thinking um, if we go back to the golf instructor as an example you might be able to help them to be able to learn to putt and you might be able to do that over say a six-week session but if you then want to be able to um, say get their handicap down to you know to a to a great number then um, you know it might, might take you know a six-month period of them working with you to achieve that goal so be thinking about it could be something very specific or it could be something that is bigger and broader whatever their goal is so number one think about what are the outcomes that you can achieve for people mm -hmm. then I want you to think about okay for me to achieve that with somebody either a very specific outcome or something that is broader what is the best amount of time for me to get those results now when you're deciding this I don't want you to go and think about well you know I worked with this particular client and they got results like in three months and they just rocked it they were just they did absolutely everything I told them to do and they were really really focused so I know it can get done in three months don't choose that as your benchmark because there's always going to be those wonderful high achievers um, but they're rare okay now the other side of it is you will get people who um, really struggle and it could be for external factors in that they have a lot of other commitments on their time 
Um, and it can also be for internal factors that they're doubting themselves, they're self-sabotaging. Um, these are really common things that are going to come up with any kind of coaching situation and any kind of service provision situation. So you don't want to be saying, well, you know, I've had somebody, one person that can get everything done in three months and another person, you know, I had to work with them for 18 months, two years before we finally got the results. Um, but they got the results, but it was, you know, it was hard work. Um, you don't want to be going from your extremes. You want to go to the middle. And in fact, you want to go to the middle and then just err on the slower side because you want to be able to surprise people with them getting results faster. You don't want to frustrate them by going, well, you know what? Um, somebody else got this done in that amount of time. Why couldn't you? <laughs> so that's how you decide. So number one, you always make your decision on what is best for the client. And then you make your decision on the length of time based on your experience with um, you know, the high achievers, the people who are struggling in the middle and go slightly to the, slightly to the, you know, err on the side of caution. Now, so now let's have a look here at um, what does it mean to be best for the client? One of the things that I find when I say to people, we have to decide, always come back and make all of your decision is what is best for the client. Being best for the client does not mean being the cheapest. It does not mean being able to find the way that you can to be able to, um, you know, give them as much as you possibly can. Because on one side, being the cheapest doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get the best results. It may, it, they may not value what they're doing or also in order for you to be able to do it at a cheaper level may mean that you can't give the service that you want to. The other side of doing the best for the client does not mean bombarding them with heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff because you can overwhelm. There's a fine line between over deliver and overwhelm. So when it comes best for the client is what is going to get them the best results. And if that means that it's going to have to be a longer program or a more expensive program, so be it. That's what you've got to do. So now let's look back to the kind of answers that I have given in the past to my the question of can we make this program shorter and can we make it cheaper so let's have a look at that now in the past I when I first started doing any kind of coaching and mentoring it totally took me out of the blue I'd only been running wonderful web women for eight weeks when I had people contacting me saying can I please pay you to coach me and I went, sure. And then I went, what's coaching? <laughs> I've never, I've no, I don't even know what coaching is and how much do you charge and how do you do it? So I had to kind of work out how I was going to do that. So to start with, I did what many people will do and I did the hourly rate. And it's really not a good way to do it because it means that you're continually trying to make the sale of the next session. It really means that you're not focusing on what's best for the client every time um, because you are also thinking, you know what, they really need another session. Now I've got to convince them that they need the other session because I know that they need it to get the result. But you know, you're making that sale. So then I started changing it and making it that it was um, going for six months. But really what I was only offering was my time. You know, we had X number of coaching sessions. So they were still coming down to what the hourly rate was. Um, which was actually a pretty nice hourly rate, come to think of it. But, you know, it, I was really limited to how many people I could work with. So my answer then was, yep, we can go for six months. 
um, but still not doing it in a sophisticated way that gave me some sort of leverage. Now, when I decided that I was going to run a group coaching program, so it would have components of one-on-one, components of group, and components of training material, the first lot that I did was I did it for six months, and that was mainly because I wanted to see if I liked it. Now, what I found after the six months is some people got results because they were very, very definite on this is what I wanted to achieve. Other people who really needed some help to be able to get clarity on what it was that they wanted to achieve, and that's okay. That's a big part of, you know, okay, I've got choices about where I'm going to focus. Help me decide where I'm going to get the best bang for my buck. For them, the six months wasn't long enough because there was a time taken in that decision process. And so that's where I found that the six months can work for some people, but you had to be very, very specific on this is the outcome that you can get. So if I knew that I was going to be working on a specific thing and we were very, very narrowed on what it was going to do, then I could say yes, six months. If we really had to um, work out, make an analysis of their business and make some decisions, I knew that if I got them to six months, they would have got to a really good level and then the program would finish and just when they probably needed me to support them through a launch and yet they had mentally decided that six months was when everything finished. And so for them, it was very difficult to decide to invest in another six months. So that's what I used to do then. After a while, I had been running it for 12 months. But of course, as you can imagine, you lose sales. If, you're, if you know that 12 months is the best period of time to be working with your clients and you say, look, that's all it's going to be, you're going to lose some clients because they go, it's too much money, it's too long. And so I thought, you know what? I've had so many people asking me, can I do a three-month program? That I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go out to my list and say, I've listened to you. I'm registering people for three months. And then after three months, we can decide if you go ahead. And of course, my conversion rate really increased. It was great. I thought, nailed it. Why didn't I do this ages ago? This is the way to do it. And so that's what I did. I opened up my program for people to come in for a three-month period. And But this is what I found. At that three-month period, what people tended to do is they only had three months, so 12 weeks to get something done, that they tended to really burn themselves out. Like They would just go flat out to try to get as much as they could get done in three months. It got to the end of the three months, and they were just exhausted not because I was driving them because they were just thinking I've only got three months and that's what I've committed myself to and that's what I've decided you know that I'm going to achieve all this in three months and so um, that was one part where I thought you know what I need people to be able to give themselves the time to do the job well and not burn themselves out um, the other thing that was happening is you know it got to the three months and for the people who really needed that help to be able to analyze their business and make those decisions on the best results and then start taking action they had just really got their plan got their business plan worked out their profitable avatar knew what they were going to offer but then they thought oh it's all finished now for them the next stage of actually to, um, you know putting it all together was going to be another part of the program so even though you know a lot of those people then went on for another three months, another six months. So they still may have ended up being in the program for the same amount of time. Their, um, their joy in their business, their stress levels were actually higher. 
And so I, I was thinking, you know what, this is not the best for them. So even though the three months gave me a higher conversion, I didn't feel that it was getting the best result for the clients. And so now it's 12 months. Now, when would a three month work for you? A three month will work for you if you've got somebody where you're going, you know what, um, this is what I can achieve in a three month period. And it might be um, that, you know, for our coaching, for our golf coaching client, for example, it might be, all right, we can work out how to do, um, show you how to increase your putt in that time. But for your coach, for your golf coaching client that may be going, you know what, I really, really want to get the most awesome handicap ever. Well, you know that you're going to have to work with them for maybe six, 12 months, even longer to get those results. So think about what can you achieve in that time and know that you can do it well. And that's what you can be promising. Um, if you know that the people you work with that you get the most joy out of and that you know that you're going to get the best results for your clients is longer then make it longer. That's how you make your decision. I have one of my colleagues um, who helps people with building their business and really with their mindset. His program's two years. You have to enroll for two years and he fills it all the time because he can show the case studies at the end of the two years of what you can achieve. So um, I hope that gives you some insights into how do you decide what is the best length of time for you to do your coaching programs for, or it could be for your service bundling programs. And how do you make that decision? And if we go back to how you make that decision, is number one, you have to look at what are the outcomes that you can be getting for your clients, and what are the outcomes they want. Then when you look at your specific outcomes, that may be a few different ones, well, what is it that I need to be doing with that client in order to get that outcome? Once you look at that, then you can look at clients you've worked with before or just from your own knowledge and go, you know what, a super client will get this done in this time. Somebody who's really struggling with external time constraints or with internal sabotage will take longer. So let's meet it in the middle and then be conservative. And always, always come back to what is best for the client so that you know that when you say to somebody, you know what, I know that you would love to be able to do my program where we're going to be achieving this, you would like to just commit to three or six months, but I know that you're not gonna get the results unless we do 12. You can say it with absolute confidence and they will know that you're looking after them. Um, so I hope that that helps you. I would love to hear your experiences when it comes to either programs that you have been part of that you may have, um, you know, asked for a shorter time period and how did that work for you? Um, and it may have been, it may have been a good thing for you, or it may be something that you may have felt that, um, you know, for what you wanted to achieve that it wasn't going to happen. Um, or you know, yours own programs that you may be also offering yourself. 
What's worked for you? You know, have you experimented with the length of time that people are committing to be working with you when it comes to your um, your programs? I'd love to hear from you. So please leave your comments if you're listening here on the podcast. Come over to the to romanceyourtribe.com where you can see uh, the the whole the blog post that we've got that goes with this. There's an article there to help you in a place for you to leave comments and questions. I'd love you to be able to do that. And if you have a friend that you know will really benefit from being able to make these decisions, um, please pass this on to them and um, look forward to hearing from you. Bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.